In this episode of Deep Thrones, we review Season 3, Episode 1 and 2, Valar Daharis, and Dark Wings, Dark Words. We'll do a quick status update on my Amelia Clark rehab. Chris celebrates the Kings of the North, and we get ready for all Season 3 has to offer, plus many more hilarious segments. Winter is here. Hey guys, welcome back. This is the start of season three. We're doing a little bit of new format. I've got Sheedy on the line here. I'm Sims, of course. We're, in, so, we're right next to each other yeah. on the fucking well, line. Well, you're on the line, dude. So they're calling you, in. You know, they don't have to know everything, John. Um, but we're, we're bringing we're bringing in a new format here. We talked about this. We're, we're on the time crunch because Chris went to Amsterdam. Yeah, took a few weeks off. Uh, uh, it's true though, but it's it's, it's more so April. due to the fact that HBO typically delays this stuff, and now they're actually releasing in April. So, anyways, we have to combine some episodes to actually stay on track. And for lucky for us, season three has a lot of boring episodes, so very combinable yeah. season. Yeah, and we'll we'll probably dedicate all the attention to like the bigger episodes that we do. Of course, like there will be like episode nine of the season probably yeah. will get its own episode i don't know why but i have a feeling that that one's gonna be intense those are always the, the, eight, the nines the eights and nines, nines. Yeah, that's right exactly. uh, so we're doing season three episode one Valar de harris mm-hmm. and season three episode two dark wings dark words dark wings dark words and my muse it'll playing. be more of a true review format this time um typically what we do is closer to like a, a recap yeah we find that our chit chat tends to be better than just recapping i think recapping is a little boring in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. And, and I listen to people. our episodes and I think, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks to you guys for still listening. Thank you. Thank you, Mom. Uh, so, so we're going to try that out. Let us know how it goes. Um, we're big boys, so we can handle positive and negative feedback. Mostly positive. Mostly, we can handle yeah. positive yeah. feedback really well. Yeah. Negative feedback is... You know what? Just leave the negative feedback in your, leave it in to your Chris. thoughts. Leave it to Chris. No, just don't even... At Chris Can't Swims, negative right. feedback. At John underscore underscore Sheedy, positive feedback. <laughs> Um, so speaking of positive feedback, uh, it is Sunday that we're recording this. The Bears just won, clinched the NFC. North. The Vikings won. Big boys. Yeah, Good wild nobody, card implications. But, but right nobody. There. Yeah, but that doesn't. It know, matters. It, well, it's not, big. It doesn't matter as much it, well, as, as the Kings of the NFC North. Okay, is that what we're saying now? The yeah. Kings of the NFC North. Yeah, it's like Rob Stark before he died. Whoa! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Yeah, in case, well, hypothetically dies. Whatever. Yeah, if he were to die. If he were to die. Well, no, him being alive is the king of the north. Whatever. So you just spoiled nothing it's like the for night an analogy king. that made it, no it's, sense. It's the night king. That's the night king. The OG king. Spoiler alert. So yeah, congrats. That's football. That's <laughs> been watching it for 40 years. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. Uh, but yeah, so that's good. I mean, they've had a good season. Again, Mitch Trubisky is a great running back who can occasionally complete a pass. I really have respect for that. All right, Kirk Cousins, he, he's been fucking brilliant this year, huh? No comeback for that one. <laughs> <laughs> he's not been good. Well, why don't you take a seat? Right All right, right, but still, Mitch Trubisky, just let's pump breaks. All right, pump breaks. Uh, Khalil Mack, ever heard of him, sweaty? Drew, Drew Brees. All right, he's not on your team. So. He stopped Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George Bush did. So, so, no, someone had it. Oh, well, that's a good George Bush and. 
Kanye and Drake. That's a big story in the news. Yeah, how are they related, though? Because Kanye told the whole world that George Bush doesn't like black people. Oh, that's right. Oh! Segway. Talk about segways. Segway. Accidental segways, yeah. Accidental segway. So, uh, last week, Kanye... It all ties together. Yeah, it does. It's like a conspiracy theory map with Kanye, Katrina, and Bush. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm excited to see how we're going to tie it into the review, but we'll get to that. So, anyways, Kanye yeah. went off last week, fired off like 90 tweets in a row at Drake, Drake went unresponding to unresponsive to all of it. He went unresponding. Yeah, and then the, and then the next morning, Kanye wakes up and he's just like, "Yeah, you know, talking about mental health issues and shit." He's like, "We need to pay more attention to mental health issues." And people are like, uh, "Kanye, you're the one who needs to pay like, attention to Kanye, it." Kanye, listen, man, you take a seat. You're 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 loaded. I think he was. Uh, he probably had a little bit of ambient before he got on the Twitter machine. You think? Well, if it was ambient, he'd just be firing off racist comments left and right. Yeah. And then he just tweet a pic of him with some fresh Papa John's. He, <laughs> he was probably just off that sauce. He was probably lost in the sauce. Lost in the yeah. He was he probably was, on that Henny. On that, and then on he that just started lean. on that lean, yeah. and he started tweeting some outrageous shit about Drake. What is what's his beef with Drake? You know, I I really I don't follow this. Why shit do that people much, hate Drake? So I, I think really he's know. a likable guy. I think he's cool. I think Kanye just like. Sometimes he just like gets in his feelings about stuff, and then once that happens, there's just no stopping him. What he says, I, I guess that's just. I mean, that's. I think that's the, that's one of the biggest negatives. Like social media is so cool because you can learn so much cool shit, but then you have to watch celebrities have like mental breakdowns yeah. in front of you, and that's kind of like a. He should keep that in house. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, you know, everyone pays attention to what they're saying, so like. If yeah. He, even if you were to follow Well, you saw what happened tweet. with Pete Davidson, right? That was pretty scary. Yesterday, yeah, yeah. he like deleted his Instagram and sent out like a really dark message about himself. No, like legit, like scary shit. Really? And he was, yeah. So that's like. It's fucked up. Yeah. But he was on SNL, but like still. Ariana Grande needs to. She's s- the kiss of fucking death right yeah, now. Yeah, shit. Everything she touches is. R.I.P. Mac. R.I.P. Mac. Um, so, anyway, speaking of R.I.P. to stuff, the wall's completely down. The wall's down. Um, it died 45 minute mark last episode. Uh, I tried. I tried. I tried real hard. You 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 got your like forty five minute token, and then you just <laughs> credit <laughs> Joe credit. That was my joke. That was uh, not your joke. That was not my joke, but I definitely stole it. That's that's what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean the rehab's over with. The intervention didn't work. I'm well. I would argue that I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> In what sense? Uh, I'm more like those forty five minutes were a tough forty five minutes, and I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, it was Amelia's. Oops. <laughs> I yeah. Again, it's it's harmless. It's all good fun. Yeah, we'll we'll let it. We're, we're Forty-five minutes is a long time. That is a, that was a very long time. There were some scenes in there where you easily could have just and I didn't. And I, out. you and Brendan were being disrespectful to Marjorie, and I said, "Hey, yeah, double standards. Why don't we talk about how hot Tywin is sometime?" I'm in. Let's do it. Well, maybe like a Robert John. Yeah, but the wall, the wall had to come down. I wasn't, I couldn't last because it's like for the hottest moment, I was doing some bullshit about Stannis, and it was like Amelia was just, or I mean Daenerys. (laughs) Daenerys was just all right. So should we should we hop into the review? Let's hop in. Let's do it. (laughs) Um, So we start out season three, episode one, Valar Daharis. There you go. You got it. I got it. Valar Daharis. Can't say that too fast. It's a weird word. Um, George R. R. Martin made up languages. That's insane. That's yeah, an insane thing to think about. It's great. Multiple different ones. Multiple Thraki, different languages. Valyrian, all this stuff. Yep. Um, so we start out, and we actually see our first glance at the wildling camp, at Mance's uh, wildling camp. And the scale of this thing is just huge. You know, you had heard about all these wildlings getting together, but you never really um, saw how massive and how many of them there were. There's a giant running around as well. Like, 
I mean... Yeah. This is when John arrives up. in Man's Raiders camp. Yeah. But also, right before that, though, remember, we get the end of the cliffhanger, which is Sam lives the White Walker fight. Right. And uh, so, way to start off on the right foot there, Kyle. Well, I just, I didn't I didn't find that as important, because we were going to talk about that later on. Okay, fine. There's a the next scene like where, it, where it gets back to them. But yeah, there was a short, like, flash. It's a chippy episode, this is how it's going to be? Yeah, it's going to be. You know what? We're going to fight. You we're feel like you're on cloud nine because the fucking Bears won a game. A game? Yeah, try, nine. Try ten sweating. <laughs> try ten. Not even sweating yet. Joke's right. on you. Uh, yeah, so the and he's going to meet Mance Raider, and like you can tell that even uh, Egret is kind of like getting him prepared for it. Yeah. Like she's like making jokes that oh, if you're untrue, Mance will kill you. But at the same time, she's like just don't be untrue though, because I like you. Yeah. She out. she has a way of like making it seem like she's uninterested, but she's definitely she's interested in Jon Snow. Definitely interested. But everyone's interested in Jon Snow. Fact. Fact. Did you see? Uh, did I send you that? Um, how to Train a Dragon. Uh, it was like a trailer with Jon Snow in it. No. Oh, oh you might have. I didn't watch it. Oh, cool. I, I'm glad to, <laughs> glad to see that my my videos are important to you. But anyway, it's pretty funny. Um, they were just like it was like a spoof on how he's going to be like training a dragon. He's super fucking handsome, Kit Harrington. Yeah, he's he's a good looking. Good looking guy. And so Egret obviously loves Jon Snow, and then he meets Mance Raider, and it's a big kind of conversation where actually doesn't he think. Um, Tormund is Mance Raider. Yeah, and he like he actually gets on a knee and says, "Your grace to Tormund," and they all just start cracking yeah, up. Yeah, laughing. Um, but yeah, he does mistake Mance for Tormund, or I'm sorry, Tormund for Mance. Yeah. And um, but that's the first time, and this is cool. Like you'll you're seeing like so cool. John's meeting some people that are going to be pretty important later on down yeah. the road. And Mance has a big line there where he's like, "Stand up, we don't kneel north of the wall." Right. Exactly. And and that comes into play later on too. Um, another part that we go to from here, um, kind of a shorter scene. I mean, Tyrion's talking to Cersei. Yeah. And Tyrion's still super cautious because obviously Cersei made that attempt on his life. He, like, doesn't let her in the room at first because he's right. pretty sure she's going to try to, like, fucking kill him. Mm-hmm. And so he, like, even has, like, a little axe in his hand when he lets her in. And she's like, if I wanted to kill you, like, these guys wouldn't be knocking on the door. They yeah. would knock it down. Kind exactly. Of Cersei's a badass. She, she is. And, like... It's it's always good to have like these bad characters, you know. Yeah, she's bad. She's she's a bad girl. <laughs> bad girl. She's it's bad like girl. you get some movement, but some cautious movement, you know. Which is like, <laughs> I don't know. Lanny Land loves her still. <laughs> Fucking Lanny. But I love then, Lanny. Uh, towards the end of that scene, though, it, really cool part where Bron and um, and and like he squares off with Man Trant. Oh yeah, that's great. When Podrick goes and gets him, when yeah. he's like with the hooker, yeah, and he's so mad at Podrick. He's like, Podrick, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, turn around right now, and I won't kill you. And then like, he hit him and Mary Trent, and he's like, he's like, you, you can't pick on someone your own size, Mary Trent. You're used to beating up like kids. Yeah. And Mary Trent's like, just let's go, let's go. I wish, I wish that fight took place. That yeah. would have been a great fight. I think Braun wins. I do too. I think Braun wins. There. I think Braun wins. I think Braun is like underrated. Yeah, because you never you never really see time. They act like he's like, some dirty cutthroat, which he is. But like that's how you win in this world. Yeah, and he took out the Servardus Egan like back in back in the Vale, mm-hmm. um, who was supposed to be like a really well esteemed knight. So he could put in some work. He, yeah. he could throw those hands. But why Cersei's meeting with Tyrion is because she's nervous because Tyrion has a meeting with Tywin and she wants mm-hmm. to know what Tyrion's going to tell Tywin. Mm-hmm. And I think she's afraid that it's going to become public knowledge and that Tyrion's going to go to Tywin with like. Cersei and Jamie Bang. Cersei oh, tried to murder me. Because he even says, he's like, why? What secrets do you have? And she's like, well, you know. <laughs> you <laughs> well, know we all know. We, you know. Could have been a crackhead. Got a hold of the could wrong stuff. stuff. From there, um, we get our first look at Davos since, oh, since he's the looking, Battle of the Blackwater. He's Black looking Water. bad, man. He looks nasty. He's, he's, all, got he's like, all ripped up. <laughs> he's got like 
Looks like cold sores all over. <laughs> dude, like, dude, what was he doing on that island? I mean, if you're just sitting out baking in the sun for that dude, long, you gotta you get some weird shit. Dude, going let on. me tell you something, man. And he's like, an actor in real life, Irish, like a potato, man. He was boiling. You gotta put oh, on. Yeah. You gotta get some SPF forty yeah, on that yeah. guy's skin, pronto. <laughs> but he's just on this little rock, and then um, these pirates roll up, and you can't really tell who they're fighting for at the time. So Davos is really cautious about who he says that he was with on the Blackwater. And um, and then it actually turns out that it's Salador Sans guys, who of course say, was on Stannis' side. They say like, who? What king do you fight for? Right. And he said uh, Stannis Baratheon, the true mm-hmm. whatever. And then they're like, they toss him the rope. So it's like, all right, or it's a line technically because it's on a boat. Oh right, big big boat guy, right? Big boat guy, <laughs> big boat guy. And then um, oh. from there we go up to Harrenhal. Rob takes Harrenhal with yeah. no resistance because yeah. there's no uh, Lannisters to be found. They left it. And they left a wake of destruction in their path. Just 200 Northmen absolutely slaughtered. Yeah. And, it, and they didn't even discriminate between, like, low folk and, like, knights and stuff. They just like, fucked them up. There was a Lord. Lord Malister was killed. Dead. Um, and it, there's a good moment where um, the Karstark and Bolton talk. Roose Bolton. And he says, he's like, we will, we will avenge these people. And it's almost like they're kind of, like, talking behind Rob's back about how, like, there, there's a lot of questions now about the Stark leadership. Right. Kat is making terrible decisions. She's technically a prisoner. She let Jamie Lannister go. Mm-hmm. And Rob is still, like, seeking her counsel. And this is where we get the first look of Kyber. Yeah. And and to speak on the, the Stark men, like, the morale is so low right now because they even mentioned they've just been chasing around what it seems like ghosts right now. And they've been winning, yeah. mostly. Yeah. And for, for you to be winning and morale be low, that's tough. Yeah. That's, that's not tough. what you're looking for. I bet the Bears locker room has some low morale. Cause I, I, yeah, I bet they not. hate each other, some infighting. Yeah, no chance. Infighting. No They're chance. probably like, Mitch can't even throw the ball. All right. Well, we, we listen. What? Shut up. Shut up talking Shut to me. Shut up talking to me. <laughs> um, but no, so... Yeah, so anyways, I thought it was kind of cool. Like, you see, I don't know, it's always like, what if Arya had stayed there? Then she would have ended up dead. Or what if, like, Robin got there a little bit sooner and then, like, ran into Arya or something? You know, there's like a they, lot of... They fucking do this so often in this show where Starks almost cross paths. Yeah. And it's always Starks. There's no other character where it really, like, fucking matters to the to the viewers. It's always the Starks. Mm-hmm. We'll see Bran and Snow... And Snow and fucking every Stark. Yeah. And Arya and every other Stark. And it's so... Mm-hmm. It's, it's great television because it keeps you on the edge of your seat. And it makes you, it gives you that frustration when you watch it. Yeah, oh, yeah. But and you actually, like, are... It, like, you're into these characters. You know, you've invested in these characters. Right. And you want them to cross paths and just hug it out. You well, know? you see those memes. It's like the reunion we're waiting for. And yeah. there's, like, 80 different pairs that people want to see. And, mm-hmm. um, so that's... So we'll see a lot of those yeah. next season. I would love Daenerys to just be single for, like, a whole season. Has that not happened? But like, well, I don't know. Season one, she had Khal Drogo, right? Yeah. Season, Season two, two, a little bit was, of Drogo. Uh, was she, like half dead, like zombie Drogo. Yeah, she smothered him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was, uh, yeah, whatever. And then um, from there, we have a little one-on-one with Tywin and Tyrion. Great scene. Great scene. Great scene. It, I mean, it's just like two super cunning people going back and forth, but... It gets really emotional because Tywin says that he has this this birthright to Castle Rock. And oh fuck! This is a sad scene. Yeah. So Tyrion wants Castle Rock. Right. He says, you know, Jamie's Kingsguard, so and he'll he never can... give. He gives up all claims and titles. Right. So she's the queen. She's never leaving. And he goes, "It's my right by birth." And Tywin fucking goes off, and he's Skills like, off. "He's like, you're a little." Uh, you're you're you have low cunning, and he just rips into him about being a dwarf, about being a whore, because he is a total man whore. He's just constantly slanging and banging. Yeah. 
Uh, and he says, he's like, if you ever think I would leave that to you and disparage the family name, like, you're fucking nuts. He said that he would rather have maggots eat his body alive than have Tyrion be yeah. Lord of Castle. Tyrion was like a weird flex, but okay. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Like, yeah. there's millions of things I would rather have happen to me than have maggots eat my body alive. I have, like, ten billion things I would rather have happen to me. <laughs> it was, like, a hundred things I would rather. <laughs> well, fifty. You know, a couple. A dozen. Baker's dozen things. Uh, from there, we... A baker's dozen things. Yeah, a baker's dozen of things. Um, Baelish is trying to work some Baelish wizard, wizardry on Sansa. Yeah, arguably, this is pimp wizardry, because he is a pimp. He is. He is quite literally <laughs> He's a pimp. quite literally a pimp. It's some pimp wizardry right it here. It is. And um, Sansa is kind of falling for it, but I don't really blame her. Like, she hasn't had anyone on her corner other than Shay. Uh, Sansa's had a rough couple seasons, and yeah. she, unfortunately... Strictly business. Yeah, it for stays a, like that for a little do while. do be like that sometimes but for her. Littlefinger, in her defense, I mean, Littlefinger ends up being a better alternative, whether he's using her or not, than, you know, staying at court with Joffrey. Um, for now, yes. Yeah. Eventually, he will use her in a way that puts right. her, like, directly in harm's way. Right. But we don't want to spoil anything. Right, because we never do that. No, either. it's like, why would we spoil anything? Everyone knows that Rob Stark's alive. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that, so she, he's, Baelish is planting those seeds right now, and those... End up oh, taking root later on. Sansa. Every time he comes, I can't. He talks so weird. It is. It is. It almost looks weird. like they dub his voice sometimes. Like, Sansa. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Jorah kind of sound the same. Oh, sometimes. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then we have a like short scene with Danny and her dragons. They're like growing, but they're like they're teenagers. She's, she's got some teenage dragons. I don't know. I think they're like uh, uh, they're probably toddler dragons at that point. Toddler? Too. That's yeah. toddler side. Maybe I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're right. older. Teenage, teenage teenage dragons are when like they started like lashing out and like you know. Oh, that's true. On. And they were like, yeah. she's like, turn off that music. Yeah, oh, and Marine and they. <laughs> yeah, and Drogon's like, no. Let's serve some time. A yeah, so you're right. This is these are. Um, these are baby dragons. dragons. They're like diving in the water, eating fish and shit. Yeah, which was and really cool. Actually. Jorah though gives still continue like he's still giving Daenerys some reality checks. He's like the Dothraki still need you to be forceful because they only follow power. Right, and they're not like they're like throwing up on the ship and stuff. There's not many of them. They're not going to make a big impact on their own. No, they're not know? like a strong Kalazar yet. Yeah, exactly. And then I feel like that used the word Kalazar. That was nice. Thank you. It's almost like you have a Game of Thrones podcast or something. Yeah. <laughs> Valar Daharis. <laughs> From there, we go to Dragonstone, and Stannis and, and Davos have a meeting, a little reunion. Oh, me, and I love Davos walks in. He's like, he's like, right, can I just talk to you alone? And he goes, we are alone. There's like eight people in the room. Yeah, and Davos okay. is like, <laughs> <laughs> Stannis is just like so cold hearted. He's, he's his first dick. thing he says, I thought you were dead. Yeah. After he hasn't seen like his boy. He's the kind of guy who like when he bangs his wife, as soon as he finishes, he's like, you're welcome. <laughs> Like, all right, the cab's outside. The cab's outside. <laughs> Money in the dresser. Um, but anyways, yeah, so, like, Davos is still completely devoted to Stannis, and Davos has it in, in his mind at this point. The Red Woman is doing her evil. She's burning people alive, and he says, exactly. you're a noble man. You don't win the throne by not being a good person. Well, by not having, you you will lose support in yeah, the long run. exactly. And, and Davos is starting to, I think, feel his loyalty is tested, but he places all the blame on Mel. Yeah. Which is rightfully so. And so it's a heated conversation, uh, a lot of drawing back and forth, and then Mel like says some bullshit about his son, and that's like the end of the line for him, and he pulls a knife, Stannis' boys jump on him, and then he says, take him away, he's a prisoner now. Awful assassination attempt, too, by the way. Yeah. Like, you can tell this, that. We gotta do a Mount Rushmore soon on like dumbest attempts to do something, 
This is up there. The Jamie Lannister escape is oh, up there. Yeah. <laughs> when he, he literally escaped yeah. for 20 seconds, and then they're like, we caught the King Slayer. It's like, where the fuck did he go? Dude, we should do that. Let's write that down for like next week or something. Yeah, get, get that, put that pen on paper. Uh, and then from there, Marjorie actually has a pretty cool scene with, with some of the small folk in, in Flea Bottom. And she goes to an orphanage where the majority of the orphans are uh, made so because of the Battle of the Blackwater and their parents fought in it. Yeah, this is a great scene too. It shows you is this so? This isn't a ploy by Marjorie. Is this her doing some it's, things it, to get under Cersei's skin, or is Marjorie actually you know, like a good fucking person? I think it's a political move. She knows that if she's going to be successful in King's Landing, she's got to have the support of the people behind her. Wrong. Um, <laughs> well, well, true. But, uh, but yeah, so I think and and if you um, you know look at medieval time period even i don't know even today if you look at like countries that still have royalty they still do like philanthropy and stuff yeah um just as goodwill to the people yeah so, she knows she gets like a tax break for that king's landing I'm she sure can she write does. it off <laughs> <laughs> uh but it, it's like an, I, I like that scene it's like a nice scene and like I, i'll be honest like joffrey in this episode is like kind of pleasant yeah. Marjorie brings out a little pleasantness. He, he kind of like smirks when he sees her, but then like you really like to join her. He's like, no, yeah. Thing. But later on, like there's even another scene. At the he's dinner. smitten with her for sure. He is, which like it's. I mean, come on, Natalie Dormer. Yeah. Well, Marjorie. Right. Yeah. That's what I, what did I well, say. Well, restraining order. Restraining order. Get the bottle. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, she, this is a good move by her politically. And then Joffrey and Marge had that family dinner that you were just starting to talk about. It's a great scene because like. Like, Cersei's, like, jealous oh, that yeah. Joffrey's, like, yeah. super stoked about Marjorie, which, again, she's a fucking smoke show, so, of course, he's a little bit of winner. Uh, like, bit. Joffrey definitely, like, at the table, is like, fuck, it's winner. <laughs> Ned Stark, <laughs> well, that's right, it's coming. But Cersei is someone that you don't want to have be, like, jealous of. But she's just, like, already drunk at the start oh, of dinner. She's and she's drunk. like, she's like, your bravery was so good at the battle, Joffrey. And he was like, shut up, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but I thought this scene was kind of interesting because you have... Excuse me. A view of like how court was, you know, like you could tell the Tyrells are like so like proper and like trying to like weave their inner workings, kind of like a like a Sansa would do almost, only not as dumb and, and naive. A Sansa. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but like Cersei's just having none of it, you know. She's just yeah. like real straight to the point, probably drunk, just like get out of here with all these pleasantries. Yeah, she's it's like, fake bullshit. She thinks. Yeah, which it, to an extent it is. And then um, from there we go. We catch up with uh, Danny, and she's hanging out with uh, the, the slave owners and, and the Unsullied. She's starting to. So she wants to purchase these Unsullied. Mm -hmm. They don't work out a deal yet, but they're beginning to work out a deal. She can buy potentially up to eight thousand Unsullied, which is insane. Mm -hmm. The guy like cuts off a nip. Like, oh. Yeah, but, that uh, was messed up. That was messed up. I hate that scene. Yeah. And the Unsullied guy doesn't even flinch, but you know, on the inside, he's like, oh. Yeah. Well, the the the, the cruel part is that the way that they raised on Sully to be as they are they like, cut off their junk they they cut off their junk they also make them kill a newborn baby do um, we like that like as the mom's watching like right in front of the mom which is fucked up yep and then they also like have them get a puppy and then like have it grow up with them for a few years and, and then they, kill the puppy and then they have to kill the puppy jesus so like basically the unsullied just have like no feelings at basically all. unsullied are like the quarterback for the atlanta falcons <laughs> is that michael vick <laughs> Oh, oh, that's good, fucked up. Good, big, good. I was like, Matt Ryan was doing something. Matt Ryan's a big dog killer. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so there's that scene, and then like, uh, like one of the warlocks shows up, but it's like in a kid form, and gives her, like, gives Khaleesi like a little toy ball, and they're like, open it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's cool, and opens it, and it's like some scare bug thing. Yeah. It's like trying it's to get in skin. 
It's a what? Manticore, they call him. It's like a it's like a fictional scorpion. That's cool. Yeah. And then uh, some dude kills it, and everyone's like, who's this dude? It's Sir Barris and Selmy, who, of course, was exiled, we discussed, mm-hmm. uh, many episodes ago from King's Landing. And he, out of nowhere, is like, well, I was sworn to protect... Your pops. Your pops. He died. Sorry. <laughs> well, anyways, let I'm me, here. Let me have another so, shot. <laughs> so, Put me in, coach. It took me a while to get here, so, like, if you would just accept me, that'd be cool. And, and it shooms it on Jorah's face, and Jorah, like, it, he doesn't say anything, but you can know. His mind is right now, it's like, oh. Yeah. Well, but also Jorah knows that Barristan's a direct threat to him, because Barristan was on knows the Knows his dirty council. little secrets. Yeah, knows, knows that Jorah's got some dirty, he's got yeah. some skeletons in his closet. He's got a few. He's got some cum socks in his closet. <laughs> he didn't He didn't do uh, opdraws properly. Opdraws, folks, you eat the bottom. You put it in the bottom of the hamper. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so that was the end of that episode. And then... We're on to episode two. We're on to episode two. Um, so we are going to do, for our segments, we're just picking... One from both episodes. Right. Well, how do I word this? Not one from each episode, but both episodes combined, we are going to do the segments will cover both episodes. Right. So it's not like we're going to have two unnecessary So it'll tangents. be one hottest moment per two episodes. Yes. Wow, well said, Chris. Thanks. That's why you get the big bucks. That's 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 why they call me the founder and the creator. That's Well, no, that's not why they do that. It's because you came up with it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so this episode starts out just loud as fuck. The raven's just screaming at my Oh, God, God, I hate TV that fucking TV. three-eyed raven. It's loud as fuck. Bran is running in the woods, and uh, he still sucks at archery, even in his yeah. dreams. His, his, his fam's just making fun of him. Yeah, and Jon Snow and Robert. That, I actually like that scene. It's weird to see those three together. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, you can't hit and shit. And then Ned's, you hear Ned's voice. Ooh, speaking of which, I told you about this this morning, but I had a dream last night. Oh, yeah, cover this. So I I had a dream that I went to the season eight premiere, and it was like some fancy event. Like, it was like a black tie event. And all these these motherfuckers were like talking while this show's on. So I'm like telling, I'm like shushing people and stuff. Then meanwhile, Ned Stark like comes back from the dead, and it's just macking up Lannister soldiers left and right. In the episode or in the, in the uh, audience? In the, epi- in the episode. <laughs> in the episode. And then like there's a sick thing I remember. He like busts bust through this like the throne room doors, and then there's like thirteen crossbowmen in there. He just takes like a ton of crossbows, but he's like already dead, so like he just damn. You dream that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was it a wet dream? <laughs> He's getting hit it, with crossbows, and it, you're just like, oh. It was a wintry mix. It was sure. a wintry mix. Yeah. There's some sleet. <laughs> the road conditions, not yeah. ideal. Dude, undead Ned Stark? Like, come on. Undead Ned. I mean, oh, fuck. Dude. Ooh, what I'm been rock real, hard. What would have been really cool is if he had, like, a flaming pumpkin head or something, and he was, like, holding his... All right, well, that's that's head. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. But that's, but, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the headless horseman. That's the Nedless... Ooh, the Nedless horseman. <laughs> that most ambitious crossover in 2019. <laughs> They <laughs> get ready to drop the most fire mixtape of 2019. Ned Stark and Ichabod Crane, motherfucker. Nedless, Nedless, Nedless Horseman. I like Man. that. Someone, someone get so us we're a gonna have to edit this out. We we'll steal our ideas. Exactly. <laughs> this is rock solid. Uh, and then from there, Rob gets a message from Winterfell, and it's basically no bad news at all. That's why the the title of the episode, Dark Wings, Dark Words. Um, that's where it comes from. So. But anyways, Wait, it is bad news. It is bad news. You said it's no bad news at all. Did I say? I said no good news at all. <laughs> oh, no, rewind the tape. Whoops. All right, we'll go back. We'll edit that out. Well, it, nah, it stays on. <laughs> Founder and creator. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, he, heard, he hears that Winterfell has been put to the sword. Um, the Ironborn escaped. Brandon Rickon are missing. Brandon Theon's are missing. missing. 
oh, by the way, Kat, your dad died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little sprinkle, also, a little salt bay. Yeah, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dead dad. Your kids are missing. Your dad's dead. You're the kiss. She's totally the Ariana Grande of Winterfell. Oh, that's fucked up, man. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Um, yeah. So, so bad news all over the place there. Meanwhile, quick scene. Theon's just getting straight business. Um, uh, just like getting strictly, tortured. folks. It's here. It finally. We've been we've been talking. We've about We've been it promising you some strictly business, months. and the strictly business is here. It's actually fucked up. They took a nail and was like hammer it through his nail or his, his nail. He, they were nailing a nail through his nail. Think about that. My mind, I just shitted. That's my wild. <laughs> your mind just shitted your pants. Yeah, that's why I felt brain matter run down at an aggressive rate. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah they're, they're basically like kind of like crucifying. Yeah, but like directly through his. Well, he's already like strung up on the on the on the flay man. Yeah, thing. it's like a cross, but it's like a lazy cross. It's an X cross. It's an X. Yeah. Well. Ex- export fitness export fitness that's where i go and then um jamie and brianna are on their merry little adventure and they pass love their scenes together are hilarious it's well jamie's just always talking about sex and stuff and that's yeah, what we like, talked about when in doubt in this show like when egret was pet captive when jamie's kept you just talk about sex and when, makes ba- the other when person... baelish is getting mentally beaten by a virus and he's yes. like oh, no dick no dick <laughs> get a dick man get a dick man uh, it's a quick <laughs> scene but they a farmer sees them and is like ahoy you know some bullshit yeah, and yeah. then they, he goes on his merry way and jamie's like oh he definitely knew who I was and Brianna's like no he did and he's like you gotta kill him she's like I'm not gonna do it just yeah, remember that classic decision making action um, from there we go back up to King's Landing Joff and Cersei Joff, Joff and Cersei are having a little one on one He's Joffrey gives her a little sauce he I does. love it doesn't he, he does. crack her he, you can tell that he's starting to become he's like in his teenage angsty years you but know? he also knows he realizes like he's sort of fucking untouchable right now oh yeah he's the king yeah he's of age there's no more like queen regent she's like the dowager queen at this point uh, yeah, and he doesn't he smacks her right because she's fucking. No, he doesn't smack her. He smacks her verbally um, because he's like. He basically says that like intelligent women do what they're told to do and like all the shit. Jesus. And you know, total Joffrey comment. Not flying. No, total Joffrey comment. Total Joffrey comment. Um, and then we have some classic garden politics. Big. Oh, big, with Lady Olena. Is yeah. this Lady Olena? I love yeah. Lady Olena. She's fucking awesome, dude. Garden politics. I would. Like I, I, I smash. I smash. That's, that's wild. That's a, that's a hot take. She's a hot piece of ass. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like forty years ago, she's. Well, I wasn't born forty years ago. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if anything's. Well, yeah. Um, I would. I would smash. I said. <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> hot take. Weird flex, but okay. Garden walk politics. Lady Elena is just roasting the crap out of her own family, and it's fantastic. Yeah, she's just tossing people. This one, she's like, I want the cheese now. And the dude's like, oh, the cheese doesn't come till later. She's like, it comes when I fucking want it. <laughs> and the guy's like, right, right, I get yeah, the cheese. Like, yeah, yeah I, I get the brie. I get those cheeses. Yeah, nice little cheese schmear. And then she's just talking about like how fat and dumb her son her is. Her son is. And then like her and Marjorie sit down Sansa and they say like, listen, we're not going to rat you out. Just fucking spill the beans. And Sansa's kind of like tiptoeing around it. But then like mm-hmm. she wisely, like Lady Olenna knows how to get her to talk. Mm-hmm. And she brings up Ned and his honor. And then it just, it just gates comes open. out of Sansa. And Sansa yeah. goes hard on Joffrey and Lady Olenna kind of looks at Marjorie like, all right, we're no dealing with a royal, a royal prick. Yeah, but like it's also good that I feel like Elena and, and Marjorie are more equipped to deal with that than Sansa ever would be. You know, I feel like they've dealt with a lot of men in power like that before, whereas Sansa really only has. She's like a her, kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what has she dealt with? She's. I mean, she was like bred to like basically marry Joffrey. Like that was kind of like a get go from when they both were probably born around the same time. You know. 
Rob probably like texted and was like, "Hey, congrats! They're gonna get married one day." <laughs> well, I think it was definitely in Robert's mind the whole time, but Ned never wanted anything to do with King's Landing anymore. No, and especially when he found out, you know, the dirty little secrets about Joffrey being yeah. the bastard of Jamie and Cersei. Yeah, can't be having that. No, that's illegal. That is illegal. And then um, we're back in the Riverlands. Rob is going to River Run, and Karstark has a major issue with this because yeah, he's questioning him hardcore to his fucking face. Yeah. Well, it's it's not, it is. I want to smack the car off that guy's Stark, man. I he's, mean, he's 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 right though. It's like he's right. It's he's classic. Right. Same thing with like Bolton. Half the time he's right too. Yeah, um, Ramsey. No, no. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, no. you're right. You're right. Bruce, he's, yeah. Bruce. Um, but yeah, I mean, but again, um, emotionally charged decision from Rob. Yeah. Which I don't know. His grandpa died. Like, so. I mean, I think he could have sent Cat and not taken the whole fucking caravan. Yeah, yeah. He would have been like, go pay our respects. Um, when you're, when you, when you have an army on the run, tactically, you always want to pursue because most of the time you'll catch up or at least catch some stragglers or supply or corner them in an area they don't want to be because you you can only run so far at the end of the day. Yeah. But instead he decides to take this fucking side route on a funeral that it's dumb. And he takes a side piece. Yeah. The nun, the yeah. nurse. The nurse. <laughs> the nurse. They're that, like... That hot nun. Yeah. They're always like making out and stuff. And yeah, like, and they're like, like getting super buddy-buddy about shit. And yeah. it's like, dude, you have a fucking job to do. Bad decisions. But from that, the nurse has a great scene with Kat. Mm-hmm. Where Kat is making like some... You know, I don't know what they call it. Probably like some Fenden Voozle thing. But it's, yeah. it's a fucking... It almost it's looks a like a massive catcher. dream catcher. It's a dream catcher. Yeah. It's a dream catcher. Yeah. And she... And this is a great... I love this scene. Kat gets a monologue about... Jon Snow, mm-hmm. and about how she prayed that he would die when he was sick, but Very then she felt moment. terrible, and she said she begged the gods to let him live, and she made one of those, and it worked, and it let him live, and she promised the gods if they let him live that she would raise him as one of her own, mm-hmm. and then the nurse is like, well, it's like a really beautiful story, he lived, and she's like, well, you see, the thing is, I, I, never, I never loved him, and I was like a dick to him. From, never lived up to my side of the bargain. Yeah, and she's like, and that's why I'm paying for it now, which is yeah. an interesting theory. Uh, I don't yeah. know if the gods have that much of an influence over how things work in the Thrones universe. Well, if John was a Stark, you know, at least he would have been in the picture. He would have been either in the war or he would have been. She in said, King's didn't she say she would let Ned normalize him too, or right. whatever it's called? Yeah, uh, legalize him or something. Legalize like that. him. Yeah. Basically, give him his last. Take him to the DMV and just swipe him like yeah. hey, you're a Stark. <laughs> get him, get him a North Green card. Get him, get him a sticker. Get him uh, a city sticker. But yeah, so I, yeah, I mean that's an interesting, almost alternate history. Of what if, what if John, what if it was John Stark Ooh, as opposed John to John Stark? Snow. I like that. Yeah, we can we can maybe get into that. We can get into that sometime. Uh, and then from there we go north of the wall. Mance is explaining how he united the th- free free folk through basically through fear of the White Walkers. Yeah, he said he's like. Um... I have nine. I've reunited ninety different clans. They speak seven different mm-hmm. languages. The Hornfoots hate the Fens. The Fens mm-hmm. hate these guys. The Giants hate these guys. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I united them by saying, if we don't, we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. That's which, it. Which is crazy because, like, you would think that Giants would be like, oh, we could take on some White Walkers, but they've probably seen some shit. I mean, they live for like hundreds of years, so they're yeah. not even. And they're seen tall, some... so they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, what's, what's over there? What's that thing going, what's on that thing going over there? What are those guys? And then we're a little bit, a little bit further south from there. Brand and company actually meet up with uh, Jojen and Mira Reed. Finally, we're introduced to Jojen. Brand like has a wet dream about Jojen. Yeah, and then he wakes up and then Jojen's there. He's, he's actually like, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, like Osha and Summer are actually like trying to defend Brand because they've never seen Jojen and Mira. And, right, and then everyone's like, hey, everyone. Cheers. Chill out, yeah. And Jojen actually like pets Summer. Which Summer is, likes him because Summer yeah. has like seen him in the dreams. It's yeah. really weird. The warging 
It's not well defined how it all works, but it works. Yeah. It works real nice. I mean, it's wizardry. It, dude, it, if you yeah. could work, would you do? I would work all the time if I could work. Um, in the books, they actually go into a lot of detail as like you have to be very careful about how often you do it. Because That's, yeah, it goes to a lot of things. Because well, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> like you can it's go a, blind. It's almost like a drug, yeah. But like because they they say that when you're a wolf or like a hawk, for example, like your senses are so heightened that like you get so zoned in and being used to that. I hate that. In every movie, that's the case. Why can't it just be fun? They're like an inception. If you keep going too deep, you lose yourself. It's like, what if you didn't, though? Well, like, no. Hot take. Like, they, like, some people, like, there's a wildling morgue that, like, actually smangs other wolves and shit while he's a dog. Like, it's like, it gets real fucked up, dude. You don't want to be doing that. Yeah, you don't want to be doing that. That's true. All right, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's, you know, George and his details. Yeah, look, 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 look at the uh, warg abuse from Bran later on, dude. You saw what happened? Warg abuse? Yeah. Yeah, there's like a, there's like limits on warging. (laughs) Yeah, like (laughs) stiff fines. Don't warg and drive. Don't warg and drive. You gotta stop warging all the time, Bran. You're gonna be doing that. Oh, shit, dude. I almost did it again. Oh, this kid's almost knocking over the laptop. I'm a man. Standard. (laughs) Uh, From there, uh, Gendry, Arya, and Hopi are still like rolling around. And the Gen- bros get picked up. Yeah, well, Gen- before that, Gendry gives her some shit about like, um, you could have been to the war, you could have killed Tywin, you could have you could have killed Joffrey, you could have had um, Jack and the Guard kill anybody. Why would you just choose the way you did? But we know that he she actually did try to get Tywin killed, but Jack was just like, nah, I can't do that, bro. Yeah, well, he's like, nah, it's, that's a hard one. Yeah, <laughs> that's outside my jurisdiction. Cool. Can't be doing that. But they get picked up yeah. by the bros without banners. Yes. I'm tight, so I call them the bros without banners. They're the right. brothers without banners. They're, um, they're one of my favorite groups. They're really cool, and they, they don't get a crazy amount of run in the show. Mm-hmm. They probably get more run in the books, but they're awesome. Uh, what are some of their names? They got the Dondrick Bombarian. Uh, Thor- Thoros of Mir is the and He's is the, red the priest. Prince, yeah. Red priest. And then uh, Beric Barak is the leader Dundarian. of them. I call them Derek Bombarian. <laughs> Mr. Bombastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah, they got like Limb, Lemon Cloak. They, there's a few. There's a good name. There's some good boys in they there. Some good, they got some good boys. Yeah. They got some good bros. Yeah, some, some The Bang bros. Brothers Without Banners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alternate history. Yeah, but... They're just like, come out in the bus. <laughs> so, uh... Come out in the caravan. So... Where are you going? What are you doing here? What are you doing? What's it, where are you heading? So, and then from there we go, and I just have in my notes, Shay Horror Wizardry. More Horror Wizardry, yeah, all the time. Just going strictly Wizardry. Strictly Horror Wizardry. She's actually, like, feigning jealousy, um, because Tyrion, like, mentions that he might have to marry Sansa or, like, somebody. And she's like, how, how could you, in that voice? Yeah. It's a fucking terrible uh, voice. Brutal. It's it's, she's got it's a brutal. Bad. Of all the characters, like, her... And other people, she's up there in terms of like just the suckiest characters. I don't like her at all. Yeah. And I like even characters I fucking despise. I have scenes where I'm like they're awesome. Never with Shay. Never. I like I'm to the point where I like Ramsey Bolton and like and yeah like some of the worst. Like I like Joffrey more than I like. Yeah, Shay. I like the I like the fucking mountain more than I like Shay. Ooh. All right. That's a tough call, but I I mean I could Lady Olena. I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. And then um, from there, Marjorie is working her wizardry, but it wasn't like horror wizardry. She's she working was, like classy lady wizardry. Yeah, it was like it was. Yeah, it was a lot like, of class. It's a lot of class. It's a lot of class. You and think. she she was like uh, Joffrey's in there playing with his with his crossbow, and Marjorie <laughs> she barges in. He's like, oh fuck! Excuse me, I'll put this away. <laughs> and Marjorie knows that Joffrey's like sick and twisted, so she takes she pretends to take an interest in in this crossbow, and Joffrey's all worked up about it and just yeah, loves he's it. hot and bothered. Yeah. But then she likes like help me shoot it, and he's like, and you can tell he's like he got like a whip of her like perfume, and he's like, oh. 
He's still a young guy at this time. He's still, so, listen, like, he's at the end of the day, he just wants to get in. He's smitten. He's smitten. And uh, we end the episode, Jamie breaks loose. And um, and Brienne have a great battle scene. It's a long yeah, battle scene, too, for, it is. for just a one-on-one. Well, really what happened was they were pretty well even, they were pretty well matched. So Brienne just outlasted Jamie because at that point he's just like exhausted. Sometimes that's more important. Yeah. he's He's been a prisoner for probably... At least a year at this point, right? So like he has a battle. He's got to be in mal- malnutrition. Yeah. So so and she's been traveling a lot, mm-hmm. you know. And then she they are about to like kind of settle the score, and out of nowhere comes the Bolton Bannerman, yeah. led by that fucking farmer who Brienne let live. He's like, that's Jamie Lannister. I know it is. And the Bolton Bannerman's like, I gotta bring you back to the King in the North. Yeah. And and Jamie like, there's a scene where Jamie turns around and looks at Brienne once, like he recognizes that farmer, and he's like, I told you. Should have killed him. And then Brian's like, well, I'm going to be fine. Not really. These are, these are bad <laughs> yeah, guys. They're bad boys. Bad boys. These are good episodes, man. Great. Yeah. I, I like, I feel like there was more action since we combined them. Like, yeah. If we did one-on-one, like, it would just be, it was, there were slow episodes. They were slow. I mean, mm-hmm. when I say it was a good episode, I meant what we did was good. Yeah. These episodes bored the fuck out of me. <laughs> What's, we could do a rating for each episode, though. Yeah. Definitely. No need for combined. Oh, definitely. we can take the mean, median, and range of these episodes. <laughs> Math jokes, always great. Math jokes, guys. Shout out, high school. <laughs> uh, so what would you rate this one, given that you just said they were boring episodes? Episode one, I'd give it three. Okay. Because it bored the fuck out of me. Damn. Yeah, no, it was that boring. Damn. I hated it. Okay. I watched it this morning. I had a little red wine last night, so I probably wasn't up <laughs> to top. Okay. I wasn't up to top to my best game. You know, I wasn't bringing my A game, so I was like watching it, just like staring at the TV, and, and I was like, fuck, this sucks. It's like, Kit Harrington stabbed someone. <laughs> I did find myself like fast forwarding a little bit um, towards the end because the Bears had just won, and I was like, "Damn, I want to beat the traffic and get out of here." For my house? Yeah. Yeah, you cut it close. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. I, I did the same thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so the first one I rated five, just because I just thought it was like very Wrong. middle, very middle of the road. It is. It's a bridge. It's a it's a bridge. It's a bridge to Terabithia. Yeah, you know, you're, you're building. We're building things. Okay, we're big on building things in this podcast. Yeah, we're big builders. And um, some, of bobs. Are, some, some of us, some bobs. <laughs> some of us are better builders, and some of us are better, um, you know, destroyers of things. Are you pointing at me? Yeah, I'm, as I'm, a destroyer. I'm giving you a hard point what? Because, because I thought I built something real last episode, and, and you just knocked yeah. it down. I would argue that. Right. <laughs> I would, for a second, when you said you were a good builder, and like, and some people, and you were pointing at me, and you weren't like saying anything, I was like, he can't think of a thing I'm good at. <laughs> I would yeah, argue that, yeah. that, you know, I think if anything, amongst the people who listen to it that know you, I've become uh-huh. almost like a folk legend. They might not even think I exist at this point. That then maybe you're just like a puppet. I'm a man. figment of your imagination, yeah. and you're like, you can produce two voices. You're like going insane. I wish wow. I was that talented. That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. But you're not that. You're I'm not, I'm not cool. I'm not talented. I'm just. You're cool. I'm here. You're cool. I mean, you're in like khakis, but I'm, you're cool. I'm doing it. These are these are joggers, dude. This is 2018. Oh, get over yourself. Yeah, it's, it's called fashion sweater. You ever heard of it? <laughs> oh, man. All right. What what do you got for the second rating here? I gave that one a three. <laughs> I figured. I also they gave bored me. five, too. I feel like they were almost the same. They could have been one episode, honestly. They should have been one episode, man. Like, I don't yeah. give a fuck about these episodes. You know, honestly, if, if we would have got a Rick in appearance, it might have made the episode better. 
No, wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Instant had, zero. At least I would have had something to laugh at then. That's true. A little Lanny Land. Ooh. Ooh Lanny I wish Lanny we had a Lannister Lanny. and Rickon scene. A Lanny and Rickon. And they both are just like, we're worthless. <laughs> <laughs> Lanny's wearing a stupid he's little hat. He's got a hat. He's like, Rickon, try this on. Man. Yeah. <laughs> try to, try to paint your hat. Ooh, look, you look good. And it's just sitting on top of Rickon's huge fro. <laughs> That's great. Uh, all right. First segment. Best line, Yas Queen. Alright. Um, to people who are just tuning in in season three, best line is pretty self explanatory. We just pick what we thought. Fuck it. The if they're just line. tuning in, they don't have the right to know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Yas Queen is the line where we give a little bit of like clap back, you know? A little bit of clap back. Yeah. yeah. A little, little sass. A little, little sass. sass. A little I'll lead us off. Do it. Uh, my best line was Tyrion to Cersei when they're kind of arguing, and Tyrion goes, It's not slander if it's true, referring to like Cersei. That was your best line or your Yas Queen? My, my uh, best line. Alright. Um, trying when they were talking about trying to murder people. Yeah, it's true. And my Yas Queen was from Jon Snow to Mance Raider, and he says, "If I'm a traitor, then you're a traitor too." Oh yeah. Um, which talking to a king for the first time, kings usually it's have like, big egos. You know, could have got your head chopped off right there. It's ballsy. But Mance is a reasonable dude. When Kevin Durant signs with the Lakers, he's going to say that to LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Inevitably. Yeah. They're both snakes. Um, so my best line is uh, Snow to Mance. Uh, and he says, I want to fight for the side that fights for the living. Nice. Because yeah, I think that eventually that's like all Jon Snow wants to fucking do is create. Yeah. Let's go, you know. I he guess, wants to yeah, create a giant. Actually... That's huge implications for Jon. I mean, that's literally the rest of Jon's life. He has no interest at all in Iron Throne bullshit. It's all yeah. about the walkers. I actually, I do want to go back and travel back in time a little bit. <laughs> Um, to when I was talking about how dumb it was that like Jon Snow... Wait, we need to decompress. We traveled in time. <laughs> <laughs> when I was talking about how dumb it was that Jon Snow like followed, um, uh, what's his, Craster into the forest for that sacrifice. But if he had never seen that and followed him in there, his storyline would have never worked yeah. out this way. If you don't click past the I'm older than 21, you'll never know what exists. Yeah. Well, usually it's I'm older than 18, right? Is it 18? Yeah. I, it was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's true, though. And Traster, like, that's true. So, it, honestly, that was my point of that whole stupid bad decision thing we did, that draft, was that you can argue that they, down the road, are great decisions. Because you picked Daenerys, which I thought was inappropriate and in poor taste. Okay. The thing is, though, let's not at, go back. at the time, they were Let's get back decisions. in our time machine and yeah, go back Yeah, let's to go now. back. All right. Future time. All right. We're back. That was wild. That was crazy. Um, so what's your Yas Queen? Um, my Yas Queen is Jamie to Brienne. Uh, and he says, uh, when he's talking about like how she like had a huge crush on Renly. And he oh, goes, yeah. uh, you weren't Renly's type, I'm afraid. He preferred curly-haired little girls like Loris Tyrell. You're far too much of a man for him. <laughs> and I was just That's like, Jamie's just fucking going hard right yeah. now. I would have killed him long ago. He's just trying to get in the head. I don't know why she doesn't throw a gag in his mouth, though, honestly. like usually You would have liked that, wouldn't you? Usually most captors do that if, if you know. They're... Usually. Yeah. Usually, yeah. But, but John didn't to Egret either. Yeah, and, and well, that's, that's how he ended up getting getting yeah, sauced. But he up. was yeah. it's, it's like when she's bringing that dirty talk, he's yeah. like, I want to hear it. She, yeah, he was he, he was, was too. He into was it. there for that. He was he was he was, he was definitely like he's like stop talking, but you don't need to. He's <laughs> 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 like if you want. Uh, next segment, hottest moment. Uh, pretty yeah. self-explanatory segment there. Yeah. You want to lead us off? I'll lead us off. So my hottest moment is uh, Theon being tortured, and not because of torture. 
No wall. No restraining order. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the torture isn't hot. It's the fact that Theon is finally getting the business, and me and Chris told you all for two seasons that Strictly Business is coming. And, and it's uh, here. It's, it's here. It's coming. It, it came Theon's way. Uh, and also silly phrases like Strictly Business. That's basically me and Chris's brand. We just come yeah. up with stupid phrases. We wear them out. We just hammer them. We uh, hammer them home. Smang. We smang them home. Smang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and uh, you know, and that's just it. And and we're really happy. So uh, this torture scene is hot. Strictly and, uh, business came faster than winter did. Yeah. It well, no, because like, episode like one winter came really hard because that that Daenerys scene. Well, I was talking about like the actual winter season. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Classic mix up. Strictly business. So whenever you see uh, Theon getting tortured, I want you to think of us. Strictly business. Strictly Hashtag business. strictly business. Hashtag strictly. And we will sue the shit out of you if you use it. <laughs> and also, if you steal our Ned's, our, what, what was it? Nedless horseman. Nedless horseman. Yeah. And also, we're trying to get that that Culver's. We want to get that um, sponsorship. Yeah. So if uh, uh, William P. Culver. It is up. Is that actually? Is no, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's a good guess. That's a hell of a guess. Um, my hottest moment was when Javier and Brienne had that fight scene on the bridge. Yeah. And it was actually, like, he, like, kind of talks about it, like, talks about some of, like, the tactics and stuff. He's like, oh, you move well. He's, like, testing her and kind of, you know. Um, so it's, like, cool to see that Brienne is actually, like, well-trained and stuff. Yeah, she's just, great. Not just, like, a big brute. No, she's badass. Yeah. Agile for her size. Yes. And those two have a hot scene coming up together. I think a few episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, well, the hot, the hot tub time machine. Hot tub time machine. That's right. Yeah. Giant Q-sex there. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're actually. This is typically where we would do a Westeros history minute. Uh, we say this, but we haven't done one in a while. So uh, that ain't true. I thought I did one like two episodes ago. Episode nine, right? You save your notes. Hell yeah, dude! I like that. Yeah, I did we one should episode laminate nine. these. You should create a scrapbook. It's gold one day. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna do a Mount Rushmore. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Mount Rushmore of people we would like to torture. Yes. Thanks. Not not just people, like Game of Thrones characters that we would oh, like to Oh, fuck, torture. I gotta change my list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Cheney, number one pick. Number one pick. Chris Sims. Right. We're just dual torturing each other. Yes. So, who gets I've, the first pick? You, you can get the first pick because we all know who you're going to pick. Rick and Stark. There it is. Rick and Stark with the first pick. There I would love is. to just straighten his ass out. <laughs> Give him a dose of reality. I'd shave his head first. Make him eat his hair. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe give him a little swirly. A little swirly. I would just bully him. Yeah. That would be the torture. Just be some. It was some heavy nineteen nineties bullying. <laughs> yeah, I'd twist his nips a couple some, times. Some book slag him around. Book check him. Dude, book I would make him carry hella heavy books, and then I would book check him, or I'd do the where you pull the book bag. But see, here's the funny part though. Book checking was only funny when you would like carry a big ass stack of books, which only nerds did. Which only nerds did. So it's not like it was designed for nerds. Yeah, it's not like I was bullying nerds. It's just like I thought that book checks were funny, but they were only funny if it was yeah. with the big stack. Of I books. would backlock him. Oh, remember backlock? The backlock, folks, was what at me and Chris's high school. Your locks on your lockers were independent from your locker. So if you ever left it like kind of undone while you're in your locker. Guys would shut your locker and then turn it around and lock it. So you yeah. had to basically do so that motherfucker upside down. Yeah. You'd be like, you'd be like laying on your back in the hallway. Right, left, right, yeah. left, right, left. Yeah, yeah but Rickon, I, I would torture him so good. <laughs> I'd make uh, him pay. Uh, I'd make him. I'd make him run sprints where he zigzags the entire time. And then I'd like tear his Achilles and make him do it. You're, you're a sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I like good things. <laughs> I'm a sick fuck. I like a quick fuck. That's uh, Kanye. My first Full pick circle. would be Shay. Um, Damn, that's a good say, fucking pick. I mean, Shit, I need it. Poor wizardry. Yeah, just get it out of here. Just leave it at home. 
Then you got that's it. Yeah, that's all you. I mean, do you want me to like go into detail on how to? I would torture some young girl because I'm not gonna. Do you that. made me do it for Rickon. I didn't make you do it. You voluntarily. You, you did didn't that. talk or you cut me probably, off. You just let me talk. Yeah, that's there's a difference in my, making. My my pick would be Egret, my second pick. Ooh, because she would dirty talk me the whole time. <laughs> so Egret. So this that's more like BDSM than actual torture. You just. You're just getting you're just getting weird with it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a great list. So <laughs> I pick Rickon again. <laughs> I'm gonna go All four. Rickon. with uh Joffrey. Joffrey Brandon. Oh fuck, that's a good tour. Give him a little give him a little taste of his own medicine. Taste of his own songs. I'd, I'd probably do the same shit he was doing to those two um prostitutes that Tyrion got for him. Just give him a just give him pull a up the taste ass, of his yeah. own medicine. And then maybe like find someone that he really cares about, even though there's not many people like that. And then like put their head on a spike and make him look at it. Like make him make out with it. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. See. Get see. Some maggots. Get some maggots. Make him yeah. eat his hair. Yeah. There you go. Nowhere, nowhere <laughs> I'm really a big fan of making someone eat their own hair. Yeah. Where'd you get that from? I just it came to me right now. <laughs> um. Oh shit! I had a third one, and then we got down that hair wormhole. Yeah. Now it's hard for me to think. It'd be like that. My third one would be. Um, uh, Sir Marin Tran. I'd love to torture Ooh, him. That's He's a bad boy. Uh, so I'd love pick. to torture Sir Marin Tran. Okay. That is a good pick. I'm Thanks, gonna, man. I'm going to go, and I mean, it's hard now because we see how the character developed, but like at this point in time, I think the I'm like definitely deserves yeah, all that you would just You would help Ramsey. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to go near Ramsey because I feel like he'd eventually end up torturing, torturing you. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, He'd make you like eat a football helmet. Yeah, I'd maybe just fund. I'd maybe like send some some money to the like GoFundMe for torturing Theon. You know, yeah, and just stay out of it that way. <laughs> just help. Yeah. Just help him buy utensils. And exactly. Shit. Um, my fourth pick would be Ramsey Bolton. I think he deserves oh, a taste yeah. of his own medicine. I would do everything he did to Theon, but I'd make him eat his own hair. <laughs> so Ramsey Bolton. Ramsey Bolton. Okay, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Melisandre, Ooh, and this yeah. is a tough pick because she, she does do, she does do an act that like kind of like is her major saving grace, but she also was like responsible for like one of terrible things. super innocent terrible characters things. just yeah. dying. So yeah, but none none of the characters in this season that we've met they're all safe and sound, no spoilers. Right. Rob Stark's alive and well. Last I checked, I don't know actually if I would I don't know if I would torture Mel so much as I would just like burn her alive just so she like gets a taste. That's a form of medicine. torture, I think. Yeah, maybe a slow. Death. I think that's more of an execution than a torture, though, isn't it? I don't know by definition. We'll we'll get our research. Maybe I'd do like more your route with Egret, like the BDSM, and then just burn her after. So you're gonna get a quick nut first. <laughs> yeah, you know how it be. You know how it be. All right. Well, that's yeah. But so all of mine are gonna be eating a fair amount of hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a new. That's a, that's new, a new wrinkle. This is well, no. That's a new waterboarding. That's a new waterboarding. Yeah. Eat it. Just <laughs> eat Yeah. Well, you ever get one single hair in food? How terrible that's it is. Gross. Imagine oh. a whole heap. Look at Rickon's head of hair. Imagine oh. eating that fucking oh. smorgasbord. Yeah, eating hairballs. Hmm. All right, uh, next segment, you blew it. You blew it. Great segment. You want to blow it first? <laughs> sure, I'll go first. Um, so, oh, also, since, again, new season, I'll explain these again. You blew it is just if someone blows it in an, ex- in an episode, makes a bad decision, or, you know, whatever. Yes. You, they blew it. Um, so mine is going to be Davos's assassination attempt on Mel. Yeah, that's it was good. Just, it was poorly put together. It was not really even planned, although he knew that he was probably going to do that. 
And then he just like gets an inch away from her and then just like acts like he's never held a knife before. Right. So, um, Sir Davo Seaworth. You blew it. It's true. He, he blew, blew it. it. He fucking blew it. He blew it. I'm not. I'm Davos. I usually like Davos, but he made me mad in that moment. Yeah. It's not his greatest moment. Mine is a pretty easy one, and we didn't really cover it, but it was um, the Night's Watchmen were under siege from the White Walkers, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Sam had a job to send ravens to the kingdoms to let them know we're under attack, and he forgot to do it. And like the Lord Commander, like told him, he's like, you have one fucking job. Yeah. So Sam Tarley, his pants. Though. Yeah, he was just too nervous. And Sam Tarley literally had one job, and he didn't do it. So Sam Tarley, you blew it. You blew it. You, you also probably it. ate it. He would eat his own hair. <laughs> it's delicious, Gilly. <laughs> He'd eat Gilly's hair, probably. All right, um, next segment. He wouldn't. Yeah. He doesn't close. You think Sam can close? Yeah, he closes. No, don't they never get uh, it? Do they? Does no. he get it? Wait. Does he get it? Are you actually like asking me this, or like is this like for like is this a non-spoiler? I'm trying to remember. Does yeah. he get it? Yeah. Is that when he's like vomiting on the ship? I when does Sam get it? I, I mean, he Sam... gets it. No, he gets it. I mean, I he hope gets he gets it next season. He gets in there. Okay, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Greatest 30 seconds of Gilly's life. <laughs> or Sam's. Or Sam's. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Just like they said in the books. <laughs> uh, so, we're going to find George a date. Oh, I'll go first. You go first. All right. uh, my date for George, I got a polygamous date this week. Ooh. Uh, and it's uh, the Phillies, Yankees, and Dodgers general managers so that they're very busy so that the White Sox can sign Bryce Slide Harper. In, sign into Bryce Harper's DMs. Okay. Uh, Mach- Manny Machado. Who would you rather have, Machado or Harper? I, told, I think Machado's actually a better fit because the Sox have insane outfield depth. And Machado, you know, Tim Anderson is a 220 hitter in his, or 240 hitter in his career. Mankata's mm-hmm. been striking out at an incredible rate. The young guys we have, Nick Magical, is going to be good, but he's not a power hitter. Jake Berger's been really hurt, and he's down in AAA, or he's on like double A. So I would take, I would, I would choose Machado. Go with Machado. But at the end, and Machado last year had a better season. But at the end of the day, and he's a Gold Glove caliber shortstop. But at the end of the day, either one would be yeah. an amazing sign. Right. You take either one. You can well, get. I mean, if if we get either one, I'm like buying that jersey that night. Me too. Me too. Because if it's a ten year contract, yeah, that's as much comfortableness you could have in buying a jersey. Yeah. I bought even jerseys still, and the guy's gone the next year and you're like, what the fuck? I was going to say, like, people still rock like sale jerseys all the time and shit, even though he's been gone mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. But, all right. Um, I think, in this one, you're going to have to follow me here, okay? Because I might even have the wrong name, but everyone's going to know who I'm talking about. Do it. Um, Jillian Michaels, the uh, the super, like, fit chick. She has, oh, yeah, like, a yeah. Ton of, ton of, like, um, workout videos I and think stuff. She's, I think she's a lesbian. All right. Well... <laughs> That kind of ruins my whole thing. Um, but say it. But, well, no. So like, maybe George can swing her. Okay. Well, George. George just needs to get in shape. I think if he pursues a more active lifestyle, he'll probably write the books faster. Maybe um, stay alive a little bit longer so that he can actually finish. Agreed. Two more books. Um, so you know, maybe just get some more health in his life. And, and so is he pursue? Is it? Is are we getting? Is she dating him just strictly on a professional workout level? Well, or is now he that gonna I, get it now in? that I found out that she's lesbian, yeah, it's strictly. It's she's gonna eat him out so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, it'd man. be hard to maneuver down there. Know, let's talk gotta, about eating hair. Yeah, it's gotta like, be the fucking the fucking yeah the yeah. mud gate. <laughs> the dark dark wings, dark woods, dark words. Yeah, dark, dark caverns. Man, I don't know. It's Dragonstone. Oh, Some Valerian disease. <laughs> it's fucked up. That's fucked up. Uh, so, unnecessary titties is the next segment here. Um, so my unnecessary titties is Brand's like whole look this season. He looks like a fucking. His aesthetic is like Swedish lesbian. Uh, he looks. <laughs> he looks like an anime lesbian. His hair doesn't he? He looks like fucking Ash Ketchum. It's like oh, 
So wait, so how do you go? How do you connect anime and Swedish together? I'm just saying he's got a lot of different angles. Okay. His face is very Swedish, but the hair has got that black like rigidness to it. Yeah, that that definitely looks anime for sure. Yeah, and I said, and I the fact like, that he, he looks like he's in stuff. like the band Tattoo. You remember them? No. Like all the things he said, all the things he said. They were le- lesbians. Where the who? Where the who? Where the who? That's the song. Yeah. DMX. He was a lesbian. But yeah, Brand's like Brand looks like such a fucking chat. He looks like a weirdo. He looks like a chat, dude. It's a crippled kid, man. Give him a break. This is at the beginning when he's running around oh, and he's okay. standing. And honestly, putting him next to Kit Harrington in uh, oh, what's the guy's name? Madden Richard or Richard Madden, whatever the fuck. Rob yeah, Stark, Stark and Jon Snow. Yeah. That's just that poor kid. Yeah. That's so unfair. Those two guys are like. So handsome, and not on top of it, they're bullying him. And that kid's hair is like fucking greasy. Is that what, what's, what's Brand's name? Like Isaac's, uh, him's Isaac. No one cares, except, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so my unnecessary titties of the episode was when the unsullied soldier got his nipple cut off. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think the, the guy agreed with you. It was an unnecessary to care. <laughs> that's fucked you up, man. Care. Like, dude, you know how many nerve endings are right there? Like, that, oh man, that's just. <laughs> I don't how, know how many. That's fucked up, man. Like, doesn't... Oh, yeah. That's not That's not chill. It was. It's hard to watch, too, because it has, yeah. like, a slicing noise. Yeah, it's just it's like, oh. It's, lo- it's like one of those scenes that they make a little right. longer than it should be. But he gets his song. He gets what's coming to him later on. So, All right. Yeah. yeah. But not Rob Stark. He's fine. No, yeah. We checked that. Guys, we Googled it. Rob is alive and well. He's Gucci. Chris was wrong about that. He's out here. Weird flex. Ooh, Gucci Man had a new album drop last... Did he? Last Monday. He was at the factory not too long ago, Chris. Do you know what the factory is? It's the a Laugh stripping factory? club on the... No, not oh. the Laugh Factory. Oh. The factory is a strip club on the south side. Oh, nice. Why do I not know that? Have you, why do you know that? Have it's by my work. I drive past it on my way to work. Is there a Gucci Mane night? I was there Gucci Mane night. That'd be like, cool. What the fuck is up? It's Gucci <laughs> Mane the G. <laughs> nice. All right. Nice. Your favorite segment? Try by Combat. Try by Combat. So I... This is another movie. I'm getting... I'm box office now, Chris. Okay. I've graduated from TV. I'm doing features. Uh, this is actually a sequel to a Chicago classic, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I wrote a sequel to it. Okay. And what's the theme of Ferris Bueller's Day Off? He's always calling in sick to school so he can go get into hijinks with his friends, right? But that's not how America works, Chris. It's the real fucking world. And Ferris Bueller's an adult now, and at his work, he's still calling in sick just to go <laughs> fucking slang and bang. So Take the, those PTO days. Right. But you can't do that. This is the real world. you got to yeah. make money. And this one, in this movie, he gets he becomes homeless, and he actually hits rock on. It's very dark. Very dark. He starts <laughs> doing crack. He starts uh, sucking dick for money. <laughs> it's not as funny and you remember like the principal was trying to like catch him in the act like the IRS is after him yeah. and uh, this movie is called Ferris Bueller's Laid Off he gets fired for his hijinks he that's had enough great. Yeah. that's great I'm in actually yeah. let's, we, get, let's get Matthew Broderick back into action we'll, we're gonna listen we're going that one's going big we're gonna get we're gonna get all Nets, the boys. We're gonna get Ned involved. Dead Nedless Ned. Horseman. Yeah. That'll be next week. We'll we'll chop that. Well, it can't be because we came up with it on the podcast. That would be yeah. lazy of me. Yeah. If I can't come up with anything, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> no, that's great. I'm totally in for Ferris Bueller's laid off. Ferris Bueller's laid that off. Sounds actually like really funny. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's no, it's it's terrible. But it's it's like dark yeah. comedy though, you know. No, oh, no. It's no, like no. what what was that show on or that movie on Netflix where Will Ferrell like. Loses his wife. And Everything shit. must go. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that, but it was funny. And it's like Ferris is like going nuts, and he's like having a conversation with that dummy he uses with like a fake snore track, and he's like, "You'll never leave me, will you, Ferris?" He's like, "No, Ferris, I don't want." Him. Cameron's like well to do now, and he's got like a good job, and it's, it's gonna be great. Ferris Bueller's laid off. I'm in. Is it I'm also in. in Chicago? Yeah, of course it's in Chicago. Right. But we get it right this time. He goes to a Sox game. 
now that he's homeless. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, well, man, shit. Weird flex. We're both Sax fans, though, so yeah. we'll, we'll let him go. Well, I guess he wouldn't be able to afford Cubs tickets, though. He, like he would Sax tickets. He could. Yeah, I could, yeah he, could, he could. He could spend like one time collecting change on corner. And yeah, you could just. You, I think they like four Coke cans. You get in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You get club level ticket. So great episode, dude! I just realized something. What's up? I didn't horn out on Amelia the entire episode. Well, did I? I made no jokes about sucking toes. Yeah, no. No face sitting yeah. jokes. No, we were actually we were just talking about the wall coming down, but like you didn't actually like go into detail. No, this was this was an hour episode, Chris. I yeah. I was really respectful of Amelia. Wow. Oh, or um, didn't who? Which one? Well, what's the problem? You want which? What are you? Oh God! <laughs> Don't get me started. You'll just, either you'll one. Just double up. You'll just double down. Well, it'd be, well, I mean, if she wanted to wear the outfit, I wouldn't care. Okay, do you, honestly, do you think Amelia Clark is the prettiest person on the show or no? We've had this conversation. No. Masandi. Yeah. Masandi, I think, is the prettiest. Yeah. She's, but something about Amelia, like, it's her personality. I, I jive with it, you know? I'm not a fan of, like, I, I, I like... I she like, has, she has short forearms. Yeah, I'm, I'm more... <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of like a tall I'm more of a tall glass of water type of guy, not like a short stout type of guy, you know? Like she she's right. she's short. She's like what? Like she's got like a tall? dumb ass though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I yeah. But you know, that's not to say that like I'm not that she's not pretty, you know, but she's that's definitely not your she's beautiful. Tea. Yeah. But she's just not right, but she's my she's my type specifically. Alright. Uh, you know. She's my she's my cup of tea. And I was respectful the whole time. No jokes yeah, about good. Amelia Clark sliding into my DMs. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Um, let us know how we did with the new format. Um, again, critiques would be great. But if you also just wanted to like email us and let us know, like, fuck off, that's cool, too. Good luck finding our email addresses. Yeah. Uh, John dot shooty at, <laughs> no yeah we don't want that um be sure to uh, share all that shit uh, follow us on social media also follow the podcast yeah that'd yeah. be cool share and also not only saying critiques send ideas and guest stars we're having guest stars in incredible stuff rates. you yeah. want to know about yeah, um, yeah but that's it thank you guys so much once again for listening we appreciate you and uh, Amelia Clark hit me up that wall's never going back up. Yeah.